Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Making of Her Story. For those of you that are joining us for the first time, my name is Crystal Farley, and unfortunately my co-host Heidi Solomon Orlick could not make it this morning. She's actually in California and we're recording pretty early, so um, I'm going solo today, which is just fine because we have a fantastic guest on. So um, as you know, we talk about women and their journeys and we define pivotal moments. And as we found on some past podcast episodes, um, other people's pivotal moments end up being your pivotal moment. So we hope that this is as exciting for you as it is for me. So our guest today, Meg, uh, Meg Staples, is a local New Hampshire woman who um, has a full-time job in her own business. And she and I actually just met for the first time this morning because a, a mutual friend, Emily, introduced us and just knew that we'd get along and she was absolutely right. So like-minded individuals just find each other, I guess. Um, so welcome, Meg. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So I don't like to do other people's intros, so would you mind telling everybody who you are and what you're all about, where you come from, whatever you want to share? Sure. So I am Meg. Um, I am a New Hampshire native. I was born in New Jersey, but raised here. And I am currently an art teacher in Nashua, New Hampshire, and I own my own business, Her Tribe Athletics which I design everything myself, um, and everything is printed right here in New Hampshire. I'm also a mom of two little kids. Zoe is just turned five, and Will is two, and um, I am married to my husband, Jake. Excellent. Who we were talking before the podcast today is a software engineer, and right. um, they couldn't be more opposite, I think, personality-wise, if I had to guess, but it just works, because opposites <laughs> attract. Yeah, that's right. Um, so what part of New Jersey, I have to ask? We didn't get to that before. Um, Bergen County, so right over the border from New York. So. Okay, so I'm from Long Island originally. Okay. Um, I lived there for the first 19 years of my life, and then I moved to um, Linden, which was near the Waranenko Park, because I worked in Elizabeth at the Jersey Gardens Mall. Oh. Yeah, so you probably know that area. So Jersey connects us. Yes, yes. it does, and I didn't like it. I don't no. miss it, and I moved away from there as fast as I could. <laughs> so. I'll always be a Jersey girl at heart. Yeah. No, I like New Jersey. I liked the Waranenko Park and Linden area. I didn't so much like the Elizabeth Jersey Gardens area. So at 19, I was just a little scared of where I was working, which wasn't really good for me. But anyhow. I love New York City. Yes, place. I miss Manhattan. I'm actually For going sure. down next week. So anyways. Fun. Um, so, you know, Meg and I were talking a little bit about um, her her teacher experience and what that's like. And I mean, I think it's pretty cool that you're an art teacher. I remember being in school and I loved art. I was the vice president of my National Art Honor Society. Oh, yes. Um, and I had this like best friend that was like really good at art. And I was like only okay at art, you know, <laughs> I think she's like a graphic designer now. Um, but I remember like really looking forward to that class because it was just, a, it was more fun, right? And I got to be myself and I wasn't like in a box and have to like, I was doing a curriculum, I'm sure, but it didn't feel like your traditional school. So it was just sort of escape for me. And, you know, for me growing up, I, I didn't have the best childhood and, and I found quickly that school was something that I could control and have a positive outcome from and get some sort of recognition. Um, so that was why I was really involved in like all things, like extracurricular activities. And I wanted to be on my National Art Honor Society. And I had a portfolio of like paintings and stuff that I've lost since from my moves and everything. But I commend you for being an art teacher because oh, thank you. It's a, needed, it's a needed subject for a lot of different reasons. Well, I love it. Um, I was really, really lucky that my parents 
supported um, my love for the arts my whole entire childhood. Um, and then I went to Mass Art in Boston. And then I also have um, my MFA from University of Central Florida in Orlando, which is where I met my husband. Um, and then we sort of kind of made it back up here after we got engaged. But I, art has always been a part of my life. And um, I'm really, really lucky that that was something that was supported in my household. And I just hope that being an art teacher, I'm an elementary art teacher, that I can just instill that love of art um, in the kids that I teach every day. Yeah. Um, the listeners of this podcast traditionally know that I have two podcasts, right? And so I talk a lot about stress and all of that other stuff on my other podcasts. And um, like art therapy is something that's like near and dear to my heart. And even from the perspective of, um, like my daughter has autism, she's high on the spectrum, but creativity is really where she learns a lot of her social skills. And so, you know, I found that with art and play, she's learned how to be a better, you know, a more, a better friend, like a, a better in a relationship and have it not be as one-sided as it was previously. So, you know, you're having a bigger impact, I think, than you probably realize. And it's probably hard. I mean, Nashua, for those of you that don't know, for the school district around here, it's a lot more kids than your traditional smaller town in New Hampshire, I'm sure. So it's a little, you know, probably more fluid when you're teaching and you're like probably teaching a lot of more kids than Yes. your average school yes. or whatever, but you're having more of an impact than you probably realize. So thank you for doing that. Work thank you. We love it. We love using yeah. all different kinds of materials, clay, wire, paint, you name it. And we, we said why she said wire earlier. And I was imagining like crystals and wire and like, I really want to <laughs> do that. I've never taken the class, but like, I really, really want to do that. Um, so anyhow, so thank you. Um, so we talked a little bit about how your dad was in the military and that sort of thing. And like, you know, your husband military and like moved around a bunch, but I guess um, when you think about like how you grew up and where you are today, I want to get into the business stuff, but, and maybe that is your pivotal moment, but can you think back to a time that like really changed your course? It sounds like art was sort of in your life forever mm -hmm. and you just have kept on following that path. Right. But has there been like a, a time where you've been like, whoa, I need to do this or something changed or whatever? Yes. So when I was young, I was, I was really heavy. And when I went to grad school at UCF where I met my husband, I lost 70 pounds. I decided that I was going to run a half marathon and I lost 70 pounds. And um, when I was in high school, actually, I wanted to become a fashion designer. And so when I went to Mass Art, I was just, I knew I was like, I'm going to be a fashion designer. This is what I'm going to do with my life because it was really tough for me to find cute clothes because I was wearing, you know, like a size 16, 18 and no one made really cute clothes for bigger girls. So, um, when I got to mass art, I quickly soon realized that that was not my path in life. I actually had an internship um, at Mark Jacobs in New York city. And wow. That was a very life-changing experience because it made me decide that I did not want to do that. And so my majors actually ended up being textile design in art education. Um, I had taught a few classes when I was in high school at the Courier Museum of Art um, with kids, and I really, really liked it. And so I took a few classes, and I figured out that that was probably what I wanted to do with life. But I still really wanted to integrate what I liked about fashion. So sure. I took textile design classes. So I double majored in art and textile design. And so that is probably part of my path in terms of my business that I have now. That's amazing. So what was it like to like be so excited to like want to do fashion design, intern at Mark, Mark Jacobs, and then like be like, well, maybe that's not 
Well, it was really, really, really high stress and it was okay. really, really long hours. Yeah. And, um, and I lived with my grandmother, you know, and I took the train in every day and it just, that was, I just quickly realized that That's that was great. not, yeah. even though I loved New York city, that was not a lifestyle that I wanted to live. Um, it was really fun because I rubbed elbows with like a lot of really famous people. Yeah. Like we dressed, um, Jessica Simpson and Gwen Stefani and like Winona Ryder is really good friends with Marc Jacobs. So, so she cool. was always hanging around the office. So that was really fun. Yeah. And I met a lot of really cool people um, that I'm still in touch with now that interned with me also, but it just, I knew that, that was just not a path that I needed to explore anymore after I had that internship. Yeah. So sometimes internships can be really good for that too. Oh yeah. I wanted to be a physical therapist for like a really long time. And then I interned and I was like, there's no chance I could ever do this in my life. And right. I'm so glad that I did it. So, you know, and look at me now completely different. <laughs> but no, that's really cool. It's funny. I always say, um, I would live in New York city only if I could have the perfect apartment <laughs> in the perfect area and the perfect job, that would be it. And it would be very temporary because that speed of life is just not right. how I want to live. But that, the fact that you got to do it for a period of time, I'm so envious of that. That's awesome. <laughs> Winona Ryder. Oh gosh. Yeah. It was really fun. It was yeah. really, really fun. And then we also got to be, um, backstage for, you know, the fall fashion show. So that oh, was really, so cool. really, it was really fun. Yeah. I had a really, yeah, I had a really good experience there, but it just, it was a pivotal moment in knowing that yeah. I, that was not something that I want to do with my life. And I sort of got it out of my system. <laughs> That's awesome. Whatever. I love it. It was good. Um, and you lost 70 pounds. I did. I lost 70 pounds. Um, I don't know. Just one day I just decided, why am I not being better to myself? Yeah. You know, why am I not eating better? I just, I felt terrible all the time. Um, and I just was, I was so unhappy and I just was like, you know what? I'm going to move to grad. I'm going to go to grad school. I'm going to move to Orlando. I was living at the time in Fort Lauderdale where I was, um, I was laid off from my, my job there. And that was, you know, that was a blessing because, you know, then I decided I was going to go to grad school. I met my husband, you know, so everything happens right? The universe speaks. And, um, I just decided I was going to start taking care of myself and I didn't set out with a plan to lose 70 pounds, but just as I started going to the gym and just being like, Oh, when I eat this, I feel so much better right. than when I eat that. And the weight just started coming off on its own. Yeah. So that's awesome. Good for you. Thank you. That's really, that's a hard thing to do. I was actually having a conversation with a friend of mine yesterday and we were talking about, um, so like, I think I'm like a closet food addict. Like I just have really good willpower that I can stop eating or I don't buy things because mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't buy a half gallon of ice cream. I tell everybody that this is truth because I can't stop eating it. Right. Yeah. So like, I don't have that like off button so I can appreciate these things. And I think about food all the time. I think it's cause I didn't have any growing up. So I'm very much like, I want my food now sort of thing. Um, so we were talking about like, you know, she was upset because, um, you know, she's overweight and she's trying to lose weight and she's like, wants to have ice cream and her daughter wants to have ice cream. And she like, feels like she can't, have ice cream, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, and it's such a struggle for people. Like, so for you to be like, why am I not treating myself better? And like, make that decision. Like, that's like, kudos to you. Yeah. That's a big deal. And you're beautiful. So you guys can't oh. see her, but she's absolutely beautiful. That was also another pivotal moment for me. I mean, just taking charge of myself. Yeah, that's and, huge. Yeah. And saying I'm done with all that other stuff. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna take care of me yeah. now. Yeah. So, and then, you know, all those things happened. Like I, became really healthy. And then I met my husband and I was, you know, super happy. So, yeah. you know, a lot of like internal turns right. external. So you can't be good for anybody else unless you're good for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. 
So, which now leads like, so your, your love for now fitness, right? Right. It makes you happy. Right. You like fashion design. You're going to marry that. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So tell us more about your business. So, um, I was on extended maternity leave with my son a couple of years ago in 2017. And, uh, because when I had him in January, it didn't really make sense for me to go back just for the last couple weeks of school. So I had decided to stay out for the rest of the year. Um, so I went to a women's running night and they were giving us a discount on items in the store and I still couldn't afford anything. Oh no. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is still really expensive. Even with like a 15, 20% discount and looking at these cute clothes going, why can't I do this? You know, why? I don't know. The wheels just sort of started turning. Mm-hmm. And so I went home and I started thinking about it. And at first I wanted a truck. I was like, I'm going to buy a, like a fashion truck. Um, and then I realized how quickly, you know, that was super going to be super expensive. Yeah. So that was sort of pushed to the back, the back burner. But um, I am a really big believer in mantras and um, quotes that empower women or just make you feel better and just mm-hmm. really make you feel good. And, um, so I knew that was a part of what I wanted to add to my business. So I started coming up with some designs and, um, launched the company, Her Tribe Athletics in August of 2017. And it was just at my house and it was four shirts. That was it. Just four shirts. (laughs) Where you gotta start somewhere. You gotta start somewhere. And, um, sold out of a lot of the inventory that I had before I even went live on the website. And so printed more shirts and launched the website on September 15th of 2017. And then it just has snowballed from there. So I do a lot of races and I think that's where I've gotten a lot of exposure. So I, I do travel. So in hindsight, maybe the truck would have been a really good idea because I just use my car. Yeah. And I put the, the clothing racks, like the rolling racks in my car and everything. And I just, that's the way I travel. But, um, so I just, you I know, think I, a fashion truck is a great idea. Like let's talk, keep on talking about that mantra, but anyhow, go ahead. Yes, <laughs> yes. no, I think that that would be great. It would really, um, it wouldn't take up all the room in my basement because we have a finished basement. And so that's where we, Got it. that's where I keep all of the stuff. So when I get home from a race, I just, I put the rolling racks back up and then I just hang all the stuff and that's where I keep all of my inventory. But, um, you know, I'm constantly jotting down I'm obsessed with podcasts and I'm constantly jotting down like things that I hear that might inspire me or just, um, I commute to work. And so I'm, I best ideas always come to me when I'm driving yeah. in the car to and from work and, and it's something really sticks and I, I can't stop thinking about it. That's when I know that it's time to print it on a shirt. So I love that. Thank you. Yeah. So you fulfill all of your own, like do you, so you have website orders and do you fulfill all of the orders and everything? I do everything. I do everything. I made the website. I do all of the pictures for the website. I, um, I design everything myself. I fulfill the orders. Every single order is handpacked by me. Every single order gets a handwritten thank you note by me. Every single order gets dropped off at the post office by me. Wow. Um, I do all the social media. Um, I, I answer all the emails myself. <laughs> oh my word. So yes. So it's, it's really time consuming, but I'm so, so passionate about it that it's, it doesn't feel like work at all. So it doesn't even matter. 
Yeah. No. Well, thank you for making the time for me today because yes. <laughs> you probably barely had any. <laughs> I squeeze in all those little moments, but, um, yeah. you know, it's, it's a lot of times I'm, I'm, you know, cooking dinner and I'm packing orders. I'm cooking dinner and I'm, you know, working on the website. I have like my laptop open, you know, I'm like stirring the pot of spaghetti yeah. and I'm working on the laptop and, um, or, you know, I'm like on the phone with somebody while I'm cooking or, you know, my husband knows that when he, cause he works from home, he'll come upstairs and I, I will say to him, like, I need an hour to, you know, just like get X, Y, and Z done. And then I can come, yeah. come and hang out with you guys. So, and I also sew all the headbands. So I have headbands on yeah, my website. So um, I was up really late sewing headbands because I have a race tonight, last night. Um, and let's see, I designed the leggings. I designed with all the, the leggings. With, with the pocket, guys. And high waist. Her tribe, athletics. With the, and it keeps your, like, you know, your fupa. Like, your, your mom belly, it keeps it up. Like, these high-waisted leggings. Very excited. it all in. Love it. <laughs> And so I just, it's like, you should have fun when you're working out and you yeah. should be able to, if you're at the gym, you should be able to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, that is an awesome mantra. And I'm going to keep repeating that mantra through this really tough workout. I mean, and the thing is too, is that I don't know about anybody else, but athleisure is real. Yeah. And so I would say probably a hundred percent of the time when I'm not in my school clothes, I am in her tribe athletics gear, you know, grocery store, bank. And, you know, anywhere I'm running errands, like, especially because of the pockets and all of the bottoms, Easy. I phone, keys, wallet, done. Like, I don't need a purse or anything like that other than the diaper bag in my, over my shoulder. So, um, you know, it's, that was one of the things that I want to do also is that people would be able to wear not only going to the gym, but, you know, functional yeah. clothing that people can wear or women can wear elsewhere. Yeah. Well, you're comfortable. You feel good. And like, what I love about it is that exercise is like you say, it's such a way it's like, people should feel good doing it. Yes. Right. And so you're helping people feel good, look good, talk to themselves in a better way. Like there's a lot mentally that you're actually helping people do. So if people are, you know, wearing those, that clothing outside of the gym, the same thing is happening, just not at the gym. Right. So like they feel good, they look good. They know that they worked out. Like there's this whole like lifestyle change that happens with athleisure, which I love. I have a question about your head, your headbands though. Yes. I love headbands. And yes. I lo so I'm a runner. I'm a crossfitter. Like I do all of yes. the things. The headbands never work for me. Okay. Like they always slip. Well, so, so tell me. So the headbands that I make have an adjustable piece in them. It's okay. actually a bra strap piece. And so that you can move the elastic Ooh. in and out. So you can make it like okay. really tight. So, you know, a lot of times with other headbands, they don't have that adjustable piece in yeah. them. And so once they stretch out there, people are like, I just throw mine in the garbage yeah. because they stretch out. Yeah. So people swear by my headbands. So we should definitely get you hooked up with yeah. some headbands. And listeners need to hear that because we waste a lot of money on stuff that doesn't work. Yes. Yeah. So, and I also, um, I carry sizes extra small through extra, extra large and I just am starting to add in um, 3XL. Love that. So Love I'm that. expanding a little You're bit. changing the world with that. You're changing so, the world with that. Because everybody needs to look good and feel good in their workout clothes. And it doesn't matter if you just walk or you do aerial yoga or if you're a runner or if you do an Ironman or you do CrossFit. It doesn't matter. Right. You should have awesome, fun, inspiring workout clothes. Right. And it also doesn't matter what size you are. Exactly. Right. Because, you know, I have... Um, very good friends that have been on health journeys and it's to get healthier. Right. And so like they want to start working out, they might be a little bit heavier. Now 
they still should look good. Like yes. they should still have the same access to the same clothing that everybody does, you know? And so I love that you carry the end sizes, even for the skinny person. It's not easy for the extra small either. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like your, your in, like inclusion strategy is really like just amazing. Just so amazing. the other thing that I do that I always forget about, <laughs> I always forget to tell people is everything is a limited run. So everything is limited edition. So um, to not be wasteful, you know, to just be conscious of the environment, Mm -hmm. but to also make the workout gear that I make special. So I usually only do a run of 30 or 40 shirts in all sizes. And then once they're gone, they're gone. Unless something sells out really, really quickly, I don't usually replenish it. Nice. So if you see something and you like it, hop on it. Okay. And everything is really affordable too. So, you know, all my tops are $25.00. Most of my bottoms are $38, um, way know. cheaper than an athletic store. So yeah. I just, I think, you know, that was a really big part of why I started this business was I wanted to make affordable athletic gear for women. Yeah. So I want somebody who wants to pick up a new piece here and there to be able to just go out and buy it and not be, you know, thinking about that piece and then maybe hoping that it goes on sale and then being able to afford it. Right. So I love that. That's great. There's a lot of empowerment. You stand for a lot of really great things. Thank you. So we're coming up to the end of time. So where can everybody find you? So the website is www.hertribeathletics.com. H-E-R-T-R-I-B-E, because we are a tribe, athletics. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I'm not so good with Twitter. That's okay. Um, I so I'm exclusively online. Um, if you live in the Manchester area and you want to come try something on, my bathroom also serves <laughs> as a dressing room. If you would like to, but I'm at a lot of races. So if you follow me on social media or if you get on the website and you hop on the email list, um, I always send emails out and post on um, all social media what races I'm going to be at. Awesome, and we'll include links to your website in your show notes so people can access it there as well. And- Is there anything else we want to leave our listeners with? Um, I don't know. Just don't be afraid to do something that you're really passionate about. Even if it, you know, even if you're just putting yourself out there and um, you fail, it's okay. Failing is first attempt in learning. Don't forget that. Making of Her Story on Instagram and Facebook. Um, Twitter, we're at Of Her Story. If you know of anybody that you want to share, nominate to share their story, please feel free to let us know. And we'll talk to you all very, very soon. Have a great day.